Welcome to the Nerd Boys Podcast. What up, world? It's your boy, Nerd Boy D, here with Neil Sinlack in collaboration with Nickel City Chronicles. It is the Nerd Boys Podcast. We here with my man, Johnny Menzies. Johnny's an entrepreneur, businessman, and we're going to talk to him about his business, you know, talking about about, you know, the entrepreneur thing and everything like that. We have a very, very special guest, my love, my lady, the beautiful lady Z right in here. So we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about some business, some entrepreneurship, and, you know, we're just going to have fun like we normally do. So Nerd Boys, Nickel City, cue the intro. Dedication. Hard work, plus patience to some more of my sacrifice. I'm done waiting, I'm done waiting. Told you that I wasn't playing. Now you hear what I've been saying. Dedication. It's dedication. All my life. Grinding all my life, sacrifice, hustle paid the price, wanna slice, got the roll of dice, that's why all my life, I've been grinding all my life. Once again, it's your boy Nerd Boy D, collaborating with the boy Neil Sinlack. I am the Nerd Boy, working with Nickel City Chronicles once again. And we have a very special guest right here, the lovely Z. She's uh my personal guest for tonight. Nice. And we got my boy Johnny Menzies. Now Johnny Menzies is a entrepreneur. He has uh he has some products and stuff. He has his own business, and we're gonna talk about it today. So I'm gonna turn it over to my man Johnny. And uh, Johnny, let's let the world know exactly who you are, my brother. Yeah, well, first awesome. of all, thanks, man. First of all, I'd just like to say thanks for uh, having me actually on this podcast, Neil yeah, of course. and their boy D, because it's definitely an honor to be in the presence of supporting you guys' business, actually. So yeah. me being here kind of supports the project that you guys got going on, and I appreciate that you're willing to have me on. And uh, some of the topics that really you know get my heart is businesses supporting businesses. Right. And that's that's why we're here right now, right? right? So that businesses support businesses because a lot of time, 
people don't understand that money is power and the way you utilize your money is just to be support support your community right. and those in your community right exactly so uh that's really kind of how i want to kick it off tonight is just talking about how this podcast supports my business that we support the community yeah that's cool you know i'm a student of business i'm, I'm currently at ub um went to ecc got the, got the two-year business now i switched over to economics trying to hone in on something you know trying to really learn what's going on and how to you know not so i can get into stock market and then so i can get into investing and also maybe open up my own business or possibly get a job in the logistics aspect sure. of things but um i was when he told me what your background was i was like let's do this like, yeah that's right it's right up my alley i want <laughs> yeah, i can learn something maybe you know we can have a good conversation about absolutely yeah so i i got a background so i'll tell you guys my background because i know z and i kind of know each other from my past so it's kind of funny because nerd boy d started dating one of my sisters she's like my sister in business so z and i go way back and she know i've, I've been in the business world for quite a long time and one of the things that i, I think i was telling you guys about that right oh, yeah. and that if you if you know a lot of people and you're good with people you can live here and if yeah, you're not yeah. you're in bad you're, you're just in bad scenarios you know. To kind of piggyback off of that, it's a, a friend of mine. He's from Oakland, my boy Raven. And because uh, everybody knows somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody. Yeah. And, yeah. and who would have thought, you know, me and her, we've been knowing each other for about 14 years yeah. going on. And, you know, we were just having a random conversation. And we brought you up. Yeah. Because we were talking about, like, network marketing and everything like that. And then, like, maybe about a, two days later, you text me randomly out the blue. Yeah, it was like I haven't heard from Johnny in years. I'm like, oh, it was kind of a shock, and it's just yeah. like, you know, I got the podcast now. You know, you could bring in, come in, talk about your business, and you yeah, know, we could all help each other out because we all, you know, at the end of the day, we all trying to make something of ourselves. So, right, why not, man? Help each other out. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, so that that is is you don't know. I don't believe in coincidences, right? I believe that mm-hmm. things happen, I agree. and that the universe brings people together totally so that something can happen, you know, and we have to make that opportunity and take advantage of it, right? So mm-hmm. when, you know, Derek told me he had a podcast out and, you know, he was working with you, Neil, I was like, well, why, why not get that together? Why not spread the word of positivity to make businesses work? So one of the things that I tell, because I, I do business in Buffalo and one of you guys wanted to hear that, but I'll tell you that my business is in health and wellness. Um, I have a lot of health and wellness products that I market through a company. Yes, it is in direct marketing, you know, yeah. which is a good industry. Some people like it. Some people don't. But the way I do business and my philosophy, I want to share it with you guys because I think it's going to help the world and even help you guys, you know, yeah. transition and make this podcast something bigger if you want to. But I know you guys do it for fun. So. Yeah, take it away, man. Take it away. Absolutely. So, philosophy. Yeah. You know? So I'm a big fan of if people are you if you're doing business with people, they should be doing business with you. And I'm going to give you a really good example of what I mean by that. Like, so I know personally that I'm going to a barbershop, right? And I'm getting my haircut and I'm getting my, my, I'm supporting this business, right? Well, that business has, uh, that business owner has a family, that business owner has clients, that business owner has people that he's also doing business with. Well, if I'm putting my money into his business, why wouldn't he support me? Right. Why? Because it's feeding his family, right? I'm feeding his family. I'm putting my money into his family. And the thing about it is, is my products, I have helped to partner with a lot of different companies that sell, you know, shoes, computers, all different kind of brands. And I know he's utilizing the same products and services that I have. Right. Right. But he's buying it from my competition, but I'm not going to his competition to get my haircut. Right. Exactly. So if you're going to spend money and utilize money, why wouldn't you keep the money? I call it keep the money in a circle. 
keep I the like money that. in a circle of entrepreneurs like so that, that we can grow together. Because this is what I was talking about with Nerdboy D is that you go to, say, maybe some Asian cultures or some Hispanic cultures or you go even to the cultures in our local area, like, you know, some of the Middle Eastern people that buy stores in our neighborhoods, like yeah. our African-American neighborhoods. And we go to their stores. Right. Mm. But when we see our own stores, we go to Walmart and Target. Nothing wrong with Walmart and Target. I think they have decent products and stuff. But, but what's you know, up with supporting our own? Our own? And, yeah. you know, Middle East, not nothing against them. Not to not yeah, nothing, nothing. I think they're, I think they're great I people, they're, great cultures. Yeah. Yep, yeah, cool. they're, they're actually a great example of, of a group group of people just like, who stick together and keep, like, I, I know I know a Jewish family. Exactly, who, exactly, yep. Who, they, they have a, their, their community of, of Jewish people in Buffalo stay together, help each other out with jobs. Yep. Offer, yeah. Give each other, give each other whatever they need and help each other out. And they keep, it's like a network that you're talking about. That family doesn't have to be based on religion or faith or, or, or your race or where you came from. That could be your city. That could be, you could just make one. You could just absolutely literally just from through friendships. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. So through friendships and networks, exactly what you're saying. And the thing about it is in those cultures, if you have a, say, hairstylist salon and I have a car wash and we're both a part of that same culture, I'm going to go support you because, you know, you are family. You are in my culture. You are in my network of business owners. Yeah. And that's right. powerful. That's how big, man. that's powerful because think about it. In those cultures, every time $5 is spent, four of those dollars will circulate in a community before one even leaves to go to a place like a big box store. Right. or a thing like that right That's so right. i so i think it's amazing that you know i'm coming on a local podcast here in our local western new york area and i'm here to support you guys but it's cool because you guys know i have online products you guys know i have yeah. networks into the community and i'm supporting local i'm not going on a national podcast to talk i'm talking to you guys in the community yeah and we hoping to like build this like hopefully you know we do it for fun but you know if we could build a national fan base it could help us put other people on absolutely people like you and, you know, I, I've taken, you know, you gave me some samples of the, the vitamins and, yeah. you know, I, I feel a lot better. I feel more energetic. I have a little more zip in my step. in your step, right? Now that you gave me those samples, you know, I could buy products from you directly. Mm. And it's just like, like you say, circulating the money. Right. Absolutely. Yep. Because, you know, we don't, we do have, like, like I say, not to knock the Middle Eastern people or whatever, but we do have a lot of them in our neighborhoods that really don't support our businesses when we put them out, especially black business. Exactly. Yep. So it's just like, you know, we got to, we got to, for me, I say we got to start buying back the hood. Yeah. Yeah. To really start, mm -hmm. you know, circulating that money back into our own neighborhoods. Because, right. Yeah. You know, they, they make the money from us and send it to their people to take care of their people. Back at home, back where which they're from. I can't Which is amazing. I think it's amazing that they have that family dynamic and culture. Yeah, exactly. And, and sometimes, a lot of times, especially in today's age, you know, where we're always focused on, like, making it a race thing. But how about people that are like-minded, Neil? Right. Like, when I think about it, I don't even think about it like, you know, you look different from me or I look different from you. I think about how about we think about it as in like-minded individuals. Yeah. And when I say like-minded, I'll even define that, where I understand how economics works. I understand that my influence is your influence and that we can influence together. How about let's focus on having people that want to work in unison and harmony? Mm -hmm. And a lot of time, everybody's about self. Like, think about it. Social, we're in the social media generation, right? Yeah, there's, no, there's, there's no excuse not to be linked up together. Exactly. But the, social media. And but, but the thing about social media, it's all about me. How good do I that's look? True. How good that's is our true. group? How good is this? Like, we yeah, all want to, we want more followers. <laughs> I want the most likes. Right? I want the most likes. Yeah. I want to look the most good, but. I look at true, it like man. this. I mean, it's like, it's like fucking high school all over again. <laughs> it's like, we got clicks. Yeah, we got clicks. 
It's like if you're not one of the cool kids, you know, you kind of just like oh, the in crowd. So it's just like that. And that's kind of what makes it hard, especially in a city like Buffalo. Like I say, not knocking my city, but a lot of people are like kind of, if they know who you are, even if your product is shit, they're going to support you because you're one of the cool people. Right. But like, you know, versus somebody that's actually meaning well, that actually wants to do right for you. Yeah, absolutely. And that was the reason why, you know, you talked about the samples I had given you before. And the reason why I gave you those samples is because I wanted you to know that I wanted you to be better off, even if you didn't decide to follow through with the with the buying of it. Mm -hmm. And that's important to me because I want you to know that my product is good. And whether or not you support it or not, I was given a good faith. See, I'm I'm personally, you know, I was talking about going to church and I'm personally a Christian. So that's what I believe. And, you know, Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior. And I truly believe if you give. You will get back and and then mm-hmm. just keep giving, keep going out there, keep putting out your product, keep putting out what you have. And then that universe will pay you back for it or God will pay you back for it. And not because you expect it to, because you can't do so much without getting something back. It's like, Neil, you told me you were going to college, right? You can't keep going to college and learning this information and eventually not be good at it when you start applying it because right. that's all you're consuming your mind with is with that education, with that business. And yeah, you need practical knowledge. But practical knowledge will come at a point when you have the applicable knowledge, like the, the, the mental knowledge. You get what I'm saying? You have right. to then go apply it. Yeah, that's the most important part is applying. Because you can learn stuff. You can have all the information, you know, any subject, right? But without applying that knowledge, it's nothing. It's worthless. Absolutely. It's absolutely worthless. It's just words. Yep. The application of it, actually doing the process, actually getting up and doing something about it, that's where it all begins. That's where it actually actually gets something back out of it. Absolutely. You know? Yep, absolutely. And you know what? I'm inspired by you guys because to start a podcast takes a lot of effort and a lot of work, yeah. right? I know you like hey, you didn't see it beforehand, guys, but they did a great job like setting up the lights here. They got the microphones going well. They had all these things and that is the step of an entrepreneur. Uh, this is Neil's like, this is Neil Baby right here. Like when I came in, I'm like, when I first saw his podcast on YouTube, I thought, I'm like, hold on, are y'all I, like a bar recording this or whatever? And then I came here and then it was just like, wow, this is a, this is a dope setup. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I'm trying to get my own setup like that. I'm trying to get like Neil with this. Yeah, man. Get my own thing. Uh, yeah, we linked uh, up the same way you were talking about. Sweetheart. Oh, yeah, go ahead. She's, she's making her podcast yeah, debut. Oh, no, no, not in particular. But, you know, <laughs> this is my first time here. I'm a little podcast shy, so. No, that's cool. That's you know, we're, really this is laid back. We're just we're having we're a you know, talking. Jump in whenever you want, you know. It don't yeah. matter. Yeah. But what I was going to say was, me and Derek linked up the same throughout and we didn't even do this on purpose or anything just naturally throughout the same philosophy that you were talking about was i saw another podcaster yep. in my area yep in the same boat as me mm-hmm. just starting off doing it for fun and i reached out to him and now we're doing podcasts together yep. and we're helping each other grow he's his his people are watching me my people are watching him now yep and we're yeah. growing from that Absolutely. And it's like a, it, just like you said, it's that simple. It's that simple. So it, it, it's, it's that simple where I'm supporting your product, you're supporting my product, and we're going to grow from that. But here's another aspect too most people see. Entrepreneur, the word entrepreneur has become like a buzzword nowadays, right? Everybody yeah. wants to be the entrepreneur. But the right. problem is, is everybody doesn't have the heart and consistency. I was telling you guys about this while we mm-hmm. were setting up actually, right? Yeah. It's that people don't understand that you got to be motivated by more than something but money right yeah it can't just be about the money it's got to be about the people that you're affecting through your products or service because if you don't have a purpose then your process really doesn't matter because everybody falls in love with the process right? right they always fall in love with i gotta do it this certain way 
when CDs don't exist anymore, at least in the way that we used to use them. Right. Yeah. Right? right. And then now you transition to MP3s and stuff. So the product is always going to change. But people need to realize is that people serve people. People don't serve products. Right. Right. So this is one thing like I see about it. Like it's easy to start something. But because people don't like um, friend of mine, my, my big brother, Steve O. Johnson, he has his Matty Ross clothing line. A lot of people don't know exactly the the time and effort it goes into getting these clothes out. You got to put in the orders at the factory. Factories across seas. Yep. So you, you got to hope that they get your order right. Mm-hmm. One. Orders still got to pass through customs. You still got customers that put like a deposit down. It, it's a process. Like I, I don't watch them do it myself. So taking that and learning from that. You know, I could put it into my own thing and try to, you know, learn from everything he's going through to possibly do something, you know, a little bit better. But it's regardless, it's a process. You can't just start a clothing line and put a stamp on a on a on a T-shirt. Like, say you're a, yeah, you're an artist at that point. Effort to to make those yeah, things happen, yeah. Because you yeah. definitely gotta you gotta make sure you gotta think about material. Like mm. if you have like a you can't just put like a regular T-shirt out, sell it for like fifty bucks when it's only worth like five. Yeah. You got to really think about quality, all that stuff, because the market, right? Absolutely. It's a lot of work behind it. And a lot of people just don't get that part. They think it's just so easy. And it's not. It's a process. You got to be willing to live that life. Like you said, the lifestyle. It becomes a lifestyle. Mm hmm. Yeah, so. and there's so many aspects of, of, of business, right? So a lot of times when you start a traditional business, I don't think people put this into account that there's so many different aspects of business. So there's like the HR department, which is hiring people. You got logistics, you know, right. you got selling a product, you got making a product, you got setup, you got, you know, attorneys, legal department. There's so many aspects of running a business, especially a traditional business. Right, and then you have to ask yourself, do you want to... Do you want to, you know, outsource those those things like 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 logistics and yep. marketing? Do you want to use have somebody else do that stuff for you? Because you can, you can pay someone to do all that stuff for you. Yep. But will you make as much money if you kept that stuff, some of that stuff in house? How much of it can you do yourself? Yep. How much of it can yeah. you hire people? Yep. So those are the questions you ask yourself when you're starting a business. Yes. You know? Yes, and it's important because that's where, and that's where yeah networking comes in. That yeah, and that's and that's where that's where also too is is knowing people. Like it's been so amazing living in Buffalo. And I'm from New York City originally, guys. So that's my my background, right? Mm-hmm. And the, and the thing about being from New York City is that I was always a networker, even from high school. Like right. I debated marketing, and I and I did mock trial growing up. And one thing I always knew is that my network was the true power of where I was going. Because nobody goes anywhere by themselves. But the problem is you'll listen to a song and they'll go, I did it on my own. I'm the man. And like, nah. nah, nobody does no anything does great by themselves. Yeah, there's always nope. something that helps you. Every, something. Like you guys yeah. are bringing me on because of this knowledge that I have. Well, guess what? You guys have the resources to bring this to market. And I think if people could understand that it's not a solo thing and if people can yeah. stop glorifying that solo, never solo it's thing. never a solo thing you think right. of like a tv show you got writers actors you got producers mm-hmm. directors cameramen it's a it's a process like we got what two cameras set up right now about three different like two different lights fixtures three mics you know you got to make sure the sound quality is good so it, it, it's an effort behind everything that people just don't understand yeah it's just like in a lot we, of people, we didn't just we didn't just sit down and record right? <laughs> we had to set up that would have been the fun part we're like listen all right yeah we all care let's just yeah and then even with uh with, with team building like you got people that like if you have to have a solid team 
you can't have nobody that's slacking because it's always going to be a team effort. Like you can't have that person that just oh. Okay. You know what? I, you know what a quote I like is you're you're an only, you're only as good as your weakest link. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And if your weakest link is only trying to be around when the shit blow up, then you know, <laughs> yeah, drop your weak link sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Or even get if, him to come up. Or, or like, elevate him. Yeah, elevate him like this. Yeah. And, and sometimes I'm gonna take the glasses off. Stay fucking motivated if you're going to be part of a fucking team because it's so hard out here to build shit up. Yeah, and then you know what, though? I, that, that term motivation, right? I, I, I follow a guy uh, named John Maxwell, amazing guy, amazing author, super amazing. I read his books and stuff like that. And one of the things he says uh, is that motivation is fleeting. He yeah. says motivation is fleeting. It's like a bath. You need to take one every day. And uh, honestly, I say stop getting motivated, honestly. Find your purpose and start getting right. committed to the day-to-day grind. You said it perfectly. Find your purpose. Find your purpose and you get... you have one. Everybody has one. Everyone has one. Everybody has one. And that should be the reason why you start the journey. Like when you wake up, if you don't know what your purpose is, you're just going through the motions. Right. And, and every... You... Go ahead. Joe. Sorry. And, uh, yeah, we're just... And I was going to say, you know, finding your purpose is, is, is the first thing, right? And then yeah. you got to assess the situation that you're in. Like, I mean, I shouldn't say you. Let me talk about myself. I got to assess the situation that I'm in and look around. And am I, am I around people that are going to build me up or put me down and Absolutely. shut me down? And if I have to make changes in my life, like I might be in a relationship with somebody who is going to prevent me from doing my purpose. And I got to make a choice. Is it this person or my purpose? Yep. And then I got to cut some ties if i have to yep and it, you you become who you surround yourself with absolutely you surround yourself with people that are just like partying all day and spending all their money on on crap yeah you, you'll do the same thing you'll, you'll be you'll partying it. all day spending you money on, on absolutely you surround yourself with entrepreneur minded people yep people that go to church whatever whoever it is you will become that person you will elevate to that level yep you know and and, and you and you sometimes you got to find someone who's willing to let you in mm. because they might and they might see them they might see you as like well if I'm around that person he's going to bring me down but if you show them that one thing about yourself that they actually do maybe you do impress them a little bit they will let you in and now you can now you now you're good now you're in with the circle yeah. and you can become up to that level but you have to find the people that can that you that you can mold yourself to yeah. and that, and you just touched on a topic that honestly I forgot until you said it it's Finding the right people is key. And mm-hmm. when I say finding the right people, I'm going to define what the right people are. Here's what the right people are. Do they have a commitment? Do they have the same drive? Are they and do they have integrity? Will they stay committed after their emotion has fleeted? Like cuz cuz everybody likes to get hype on the hype yeah. train, right? But after that humdrum is is over, will they stay committed? See, the thing about being in a business or a startup or whatever you want to do, it's not a job. There's no, there's no pressure. Right. Like your boss is pressuring you. You don't show up to work, you get fired. But an right, entrepreneur, right, right. if you don't do what you need to do today, nobody's going to fire you. Right. Like you're going to wake up tomorrow and it's going to be another day. Right. And it's just going to be that. But when you find people that are committed, to, again, going back to the purpose, that's when it gels well. So if you realize when I'm going into that barbershop, I'm going in to support his business. Because yes, I want to look good in my haircut. He does have to have the skills. I'm not going to say that's oh, not yeah, important. Yeah, I can't just go, but, well, can't <laughs> just go <laughs> anywhere. <laughs> but when I'm going into that barbershop, I also want to know that he's willing to support my dream and purpose the same way I'm supporting his dream and purpose. Right, good point. Because if he's not willing to support my dream and purpose, then why am I supporting his? And you know what? Like I said, if we can band together and you can recruit people or talk with people that have that like-minded purpose. Now, 
it sounds good. It's harder than you think it is because you have yeah. to be willing to go through multiple people. And that's where people yeah. get fainted, fainthearted. Because I, I got fainthearted in that scenario. Is you go through 30, 40 people and you think that what you're doing isn't inspiring. And the worst right. thing about that is like, of course, you want to look out for your day ones, your people, your, like whether it's family, your day one friends, whatever. Sometimes, you know, it's in there, it's an inevitable thing that it's going to be at least one person out that group that's not going to be on the same page as you. Yep. And you're going to have to, like, kind of cut them out the, the scenario. Yep. It's sad that it has to happen that way. And then, like I say, like, then you got some people that, you know, they don't want to put in the work. They don't want to lay down the bricks with you, but they want to come in the house when it's fully built. Yep. And it's just like, you know, inevitably, you have to get people that's on the same page with you. Like, Neil and I, we... It's just funny how we connected. We could thank Miles Carter for that because we both had him on That's our podcast yeah. individually. And then we did a joint podcast with him. So it's like, right, right. You know, we've been bought together with Miles Carter, like by him. We we got to take him out for steaks or whatever, son. Because uh, <laughs> nice. it's, it's true. You gotta you gotta support the people that supported you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I jokingly say this, but it's dead ass serious. Like this is like my podcast and soulmate because we kind of went through some of the same shit with like you know some different some different people that we had in a in a loop. Yeah, like I had one guy that was my co-host for at least like the first six months of my podcast, and just out of <laughs> the blue, he just kind of disappeared on me. So <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> and it happens. Yeah. So like, it's never going to be a perfect situation where you know you could bring your day one, your day one people in and build some money up, or and then you still got to worry about if you do have a business, you know, say say we make a million dollars, you know, you gonna have that one person after I make that million, they want to dip. Okay, we got we made some money. We rich now. Like nah, it's like now we got to keep that money. We got to maintain that money, and we got to keep that money coming mm. in. We got to keep it circulating. And a lot of people don't get that part either. It's just like you know, you think okay because we made a million. Okay, now it's time to make two, after that three, so forth. But it's just like you got to keep your group solid because, like you say, the uh, what's it the um, you only as strong as your weakest link. Yep. And if your weakest link ain't shit, then the chain's going to unravel. Yep. Yeah, no, I was thinking about my early podcasting years, and I went through a couple co-hosts myself, but the first one, and these are, you know, I'm not talking talking shit or anything, but the first one, he just wasn't as motivated as me. He just wanted to do it every once in a while. You know, I got pool tomorrow, I'll, I'll catch you next week, or I got to go to the mall, we'll do it next time. Always pushing it back, and I was like, okay, you got to find someone else. Then I found another person that was... Sort of, sort of as motivated as me, and he wanted to buy equipment and be like, "Okay, I'm since I'm buying all the equipment, you can do all the work." Mm. I'm like, "Okay, I don't really care about your your investments. I don't need that. I can I can get that on my own." And another thing about him, he was just real fucking close minded. Like mm. it was his topics, his worldview was the only way that's true, and any other worldview is wrong. Or mm. and if you show me anything to prove otherwise, it must be a conspiracy. Wow, because only I'm right and everyone else is wrong. So wow. I was like, I gotta get away from this. This is this this can't. I'll never. And there's this, no growth. There, yeah, and there's there's no growth. And, and, you, and the views, yeah. their, their views reflected our show because it was not moving at all. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, I started doing my own thing. And then that was right before I started linking with him. I started doing my own thing, and then I just boom. I was at two thousand subscribers. You know, nothing, nothing crazy. That's not, a beautiful thing, though. But it's, yeah, yeah, but it's a beautiful thing. It's, it's gro- I've seen growth now because yeah. I'm willing to jump out and, and, and reach out to different people from different walks of life. Yeah, and, 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 and you guys hit on something that I, 
have experienced over and over and over again. A lot of people don't realize something like, say, let's let's use the example of a job, right? How many people, do you realize that a job, like a corporate job, they f- literally put out resumes, right? Or they put out their uh, their job ad and get resumes from like six 600 people sometimes. Mm-hmm. And they don't even look at the resumes at first. Right. What they do is they have a software that says that matches up the words from the job description to that person's resume to see if that even matches That's with crazy. it. And then it drops it down to 300 people. Yeah, and then crazy. after 300 people, they go, does this person have the education? And then it drops it down again. Right. So another half of people. So think about it. The person in HR is probably not calling more than 30 people, if that, to do phone interviews and for us to think that the person we started out with is just going to be a person we're going to make it big with is almost crazy like it sounds good yeah it sounds good but at the end of the day you got to be okay with having turnover you got to be okay with finding multiple people because anything great requires a large amount of people anything great requires that consistency anything great requires you to have a group of people and then you need to go through the numbers to find the right people yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. And it's crazy you say that because, like, you know, even we're having different views. Like, you know, some of Neil's views are different from mine. Some of my views are different from yours. Right. You know, me and Z might not have all, all the same views. that, But we just mesh so well because we have a common goal in mind. And, you know, part of building a team, especially if you're starting a business, you know, at least, you know, you got to put, you know, you got to be unbiased about a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And at least, at least, if, if you and I disagree on something, at least we both cover the, the two opposing viewpoints yeah. so that the viewers can be represented by somebody yeah and not yeah. just be like oh this person doesn't represent me you know what i mean uh, we have that like dynamic where we can see things we agree on a lot of things first of all but yeah some things we disagree with you see in the comments like oh yeah i think i think uh i think Derek's right about that or no i think neil's right about that mm. but it's, it starts the conversation though yeah and mm-hmm. it makes it more intriguing that we're not just yes man each other all yeah the time, absolutely you know? and then, and then I real quick and then even when we do like this, if we do have like a slight disagreement about something, or we disagree fully on it, we nod at each other's throat like a "fuck you" or right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, you. yeah, yeah that never like, happens. We cool. We just like we, you know we understand that you know we we agree to disagree, but we do it classy, right? And you know what the important thing about what you guys just said is, and I and it kind of came to my mind as you were talking, is listen, if two people if share the same thoughts all the time, then there's no need for one of them, right? Right. And I didn't make up that 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 quote. I wish I could remember who was the quoted that quote. But the point of having two separate people so that there's strengths and weaknesses that each person brings to the table. And when you disagree about something, you have an argument. See, people miss the whole purpose is that there are thoughts happening that bring creativity. Yeah. yeah. And and if you had if you didn't have that argument, then guess what? There would be nothing new created. It would be dull, right? It would be dull. So whenever you have a conflict and there's an argument, realize that there's a problem there. And that's important that there's a problem because when you go back to business, the whole reason you started a business is to solve someone's problem. So they're buying your service because they had a problem. Right. I had a haircut that I needed going back to it that my hair was bad. He solved my problem. My product helped Derek get a little bit healthier for for, because he needed vitamins he felt energy my product solved his problem see that's why when i roll roll it back i said if you're getting in business remember the purpose has to be to solve the people's problem Mm -hmm. because the product won't solve the problem for people right it's people solving problems for people we got to remember we're doing this business for people that the viewers watching it on your podcast we're doing this for them because they're going to look at this podcast and go Maybe I want to get into entrepreneurship. Yeah. Maybe I had some thoughts about that. I'm not the only one that ran into these issues. Yeah. And maybe you guys are helping them 
understand that we're helping exactly. them solve their problems in their businesses or thoughts. So, exactly. And yeah. this is why I love doing the podcasting thing. Like, you know, I, I have podcasts on many, many things. You know, I, I've done stuff on mental health. I've done podcasts while I was going through like a mental health crisis and, you know, just letting my feelings be felt throughout that, that process. And then, you know, you got people that listen to it. You got people that's, you know, watching on YouTube with this. And it's just like, you know, maybe something I said might have prevented like that person from doing something terrible to themselves. Yeah. You know, getting the help that they need for their mental health or, you know, just making them more aware of mental health or aware of, you know, being a business, uh, you know, being in a entrepreneur business type of deal. So it's just like the podcast, like I use it. It's therapeutic for me for one. And yep. then another thing about it is just like anybody that's going through some of the stuff I'm going through or trying to figure themselves out, you know, maybe some of my words, some of Neil's words, you know, even when we had Miles on the, like Miles, I disagree with Miles on a lot of stuff, but after talking to him, I kind of understood better his way of thinking too. So it's like, we might not always agree. It's like kind of like Martin Luther King and Malcolm X. Right. They had the same common goal to help black people. This different ways of getting to it. Yep. Malcolm X was a little more radical. Martin Luther King was a little more peaceful, but they had a common goal. So it was just like, okay, people kind of like, okay, I can dig this. They yeah. might have been divided, but at the same time, they had a goal of uniting people. Right. Yeah. Same absolutely. So, yeah, it's a lot of times you see this. You, you're looking for the same solution. No, no, you, you you're fighting the same problem, but you have two different solutions. And a lot of times you might see that they help each other. Like the the good parts of one solution can be the the outweighs the the good of the other one, and then you put those two together, and all of a sudden you have a new solution that no one else ever thought of. Absolutely, you know, absolutely. And, and you you hit on a good point, and you hit on a good point. And the point is, is that the purpose still was same. The process was a little different. Yeah, the purpose was the same. Maybe the process was a little different, but that's okay that the process is a little different as long as you don't forget about the purpose. And really that's what it goes back to business and putting together a team. Right? right. So when you're vetting people, like you're vetting people to put together this podcast or put together this business, or let's make this happen. We got to understand that again, I just going to keep repeating this because it's important for people that, that are viewing to realize this is that purpose needs to always come before mission before anything else. Because you have to find the right people and the right purpose. Now, when you find the right purpose, it's okay to find people that have different strengths. See, a lot of people that are in leadership try to get, especially this is my mistake. And Z knows this for a fact. <laughs> if anybody in this room, Z knows this really well. Is not everybody's going to be like you. So let them work in their strengths and just love them like Jesus would. Yeah, I like that. That's a good so, one. And love them like Jesus would. Yeah. Because... I know that I have this direct personality that I want to get things done. And some people like, like say, just have more of a laid back personality, but that works well with people that don't have your personality. Cause you can point that to someone successful that has a different personality. So that's now not an excuse for them. Yeah. And I see it like this too. Like, um, you just like what you said, Bill, like working with somebody's strength, like, uh, being in the military, you know, um, I made sergeant. So, with me being sergeant, you know, if I, I got soldiers under me, and with that, you know, if I'm doing something, we doing a mission or whatever, I'm the type of guy, like, I don't have to be the know-it-all because I have rank. Mm -hmm. My whole thing is, okay, I'm going to use this for an example. I had annual training, and, like, part of our mission was the there's, uh, the one soldier, he was real good with the, the trucks. Like, he could back a trailer up like nothing. The other girl, she was good, she was good with the uh, the fuel system. I let her work that. I was a beast at the paperwork. So it was just like, 
Like, since this is your strength, you do this. Your strength, do this. My strength, I'm going to do this. Flawless. Yep. So it's just like if everybody, you work everybody to their strengths, even if y'all, y'all views is different, whether, no matter what, it's seven plus billion people in this world. Yep. We all got something in common. Yep. Absolutely. If it's, if it's only one thing, we got that one thing in common. And, you know, we all got our strength. We all got our weaknesses. We got to sit down. Like if you got a team, you got to sit down, have a conversation. One, figure out if you're the right fit for it. Yep. If you're not the right fit, leave it alone. Yep. No love lost. Just, it's not for you. Cool. And that's another thing. A lot of people need to respect that when some something's not for somebody. Yeah, absolutely. Because it's like a absolutely. lot of people bitter. Oh, you won't support my business. Oh, like exactly. Well, and then they create that 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 tension that wasn't there. And I, you know, I made that mistake so many times. I wish I could say I did it, but I did. Where somebody just wasn't meant to be in that scenario, but because you forced it or like sell pushy salespeople. That's another thing too. Everybody's yeah. product has value, but not everybody's product is valuable to the same person. Right? right? And right. there's nothing wrong with I'm that. Gonna, you, gotta find your, you gotta find your market. You gotta find your... You, exactly. Who are you gonna sell? Who, who are you looking to sell to? Who are you looking to be your target yeah. audience right. and understand that that's who you're looking for. There's nothing wrong with other people. They just don't vibe. By the way, Norbert D, thank you for your service in the military. I did not know that. So yeah, I appreciate the fact that you was willing to serve our great country. I'm a big supporter of the United States of America. So uh, I keep that. I appreciate that, that though. You know, I, I was in a JRTC, didn't make it that far, but I have a lot of respect for those people that do. I appreciate it, brother. And, yeah. Um, yeah, like, uh, and I know you remember this, World Ventures. Oh, absolutely. I remember them. World yep. Ventures was, you know, that wasn't for me at all. Okay. You know, you're trying to get me to buy into, like, discounted vacations, which is cool. Like I said, if it's for you, cool. Like, my brother was doing it. Yeah. He made a lot of moves. He made a lot of great moves with it. Shout out to my brother, Evan. He, uh... <laughs> Evan Middlebrooks. I'm Nerd Boy D. Look me up on Facebook too, Derek Middlebrooks. If you want to get into the podcast and you want to jump on the podcast, look me up. Johnny Menzies on Facebook, Neil Simak on Facebook. You want to say something? Uh, no, I'm, I'm just listening. <laughs> she's, she's really, really shy. We're going to break out of that shyness. But um, yeah, World Ventures was like a, this kind of vacation. You know, they they biggest thing, they had this young kid. And, you know, looking at looking back at it, and like I say, no knock to them, but I feel like it was probably like a young kid they hired to say, oh, I was retired by 27 or something like that. And it's just like, you know, that was how they got people attracted to it, like the, the thought of an early retirement. But what they right. don't tell you is like, you know, you got to maintain a certain amount of people. Mm. Like that type of network marketing, it wasn't for me because the simple fact that I got to constantly work on getting people to believe into this project. Yep. And they got to... I think it was like three fifty, three sixty five, or something like that to to buy into it. Yeah. A lot of people, especially during the pandemic, now that was going now. A lot of people don't have that money just laying around. Yeah. Right. You got to kind of like work with people, like and they, and this is why the network marketing thing wasn't for me because sure. I don't feel comfortable trying to sell yeah. a product to people, and especially and this is the and this is the biggest thing. And we were just talking about this. Believing in what you're, what you're like selling, like sure. we're trying to sell a podcast. I believe in this fully, hundred percent. Yep. This is my baby. This is like something that, like, it, it's it's a hobby. Hopefully, turned into a a career. You know, help some people out, and and above all, just like just enjoy it. Mm. And you know, a lot of people buy into stuff that they don't believe in, and then they wonder why they don't go nowhere. If you're going to do it, believe in it. So you can move, push forward with it and be successful instead of just yeah. you know wasting your time. 
Or, or, or I got an even better one than that. If you don't believe in it, just believe in yourself. Yeah, like, a right. lot of people got to trust, like, they're in their gut sometimes. Right. You know what I mean? Just understand that there's a reason why you have a, a inner gut. And you talked about the direct marketing business. That's that's the business I'm in. I've been in it for yeah. years. And one, of the th- it. <laughs> yeah, and one of the things I've learned over the years is that people don't like to be anybody has to be sold to into something you have to keep selling them to keep doing the next thing and the right, next man. thing and the next thing you need to just find people that want to go where you're going and let's just do it together yep. like i realize this podcast is great because it's getting the word out to people about your podcast i realize that i have a business and i want to teach people about business concepts and thought process so guess what i feel like that was a good vibe so what's what are we doing it together a lot of times people Again, going back to wanting to like recruit people, you got to figure out whether or not you want to get there together. Let's let's do that purpose together. If you're a part of the you know a Asian community, right? They support each other because they realize that it's important for them to grow together. Right. Hispanic yeah. people all live in one household. Sometimes financial reasons is, but another reason is because they save money. Right. They save a ton of money. Smart. You know, you got three generations living under one roof sometimes because they save money. Right. But you get to my culture, and, and I, I know Af- African American culture is the same, so I'm just talking about my specific experience. Yeah. But, you know, as soon as you get to age, you want to get your own apartment, you want to get your own place. And then what happens? You get into debt because you don't have the resources to Not keep up that lifestyle. You check the check. You know what I mean? You sometimes get yourself in trouble. But those communities, they don't mind staying under one roof. And maybe grandma lives upstairs. Maybe, you know, yeah. second generation. Because they realize that by us staying together, we're stronger <laughs> together than we are separate. It's right. funny That's you true, say though. it like Big that, point. though. Because uh, my dad, you know, it was my great-grandmother, my grandfather, Great grandmother, grandfather, grandmother, my dad, his brother, and my aunt Michelle all living under one roof. Mm-hmm. And you know, my brother—not my brother, my dad and his brother—they were grown men sharing the same room. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah. I grew up the house I grew up in. Not me and my brother shared a room, a tiny room, smaller than this room, way smaller than this room, way probably half the size of this room. Me and my brother were twins. The next room over my sister, my parents in another room, my grandma upstairs. And my other grandparents two blocks away. Nice. So it was all like, we're all right mm-hmm. there. And that's how he gets, that's oh, just how it was. You know what I mean? Yeah. My dad and his brother, though, they were both in their 20s and 30s. When they were oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, though. You got to do what you got to do. They, they, it, it's smart. It, it is. It's, like it's, it's smart, though, to economically, especially when you're starting off, to keep that way. Now, you don't want to stay that way forever. Yeah. But at the same time, it's really important to start out right. And it's another thing before, to kind of go backwards, because we're talking about the foundation is, what are we really teaching our next generation about yeah. business and entrepreneurship? Because I know when I grew up, nobody was teaching me how to do finances and add up numbers. No, my parents was 19 and 20 when they had me. They right. were trying to make ends meet. And they yeah. were going on with their own conflicts with their parents. So no one was teaching me about finances, about stock market, about all these different yeah. businesses in order for the next generation to be better off than and, I was. And, and that's something that's really like a... Um, I guess you could say it's something I hold close to my heart about financial education because in the black community, a lot of us, we don't have it. Yeah. Like the fact that, you know, we get a large sum of money, you know, like stimulus checks. You know, you got more people going to go buy some J's, mm. buying outfits and bottles and shit when, yeah. instead of investing it, maybe paying their bills ahead of time. So when, you know, you start working again or if you get unemployment, like you could, like right now, I feel like it's the best time to come up. With COVID and everything, especially if you're either working from home, you're not 
you're not uh, driving to work, so you're not wasting as much gas to go to work. You know, you're working from home. You don't really have to do much, but you can stack money. Or if you just sit at home collecting unemployment, let that unemployment stack up. You know, pay your bills. Start, like, investing in shit. Especially mm-hmm. since so many people want to be entrepreneurs now. This is the best time to do it. This is the best time to come up. That's because true. the money's there. You know, we're getting all these stimulus checks, unemployment, extra 300 extra 600 So it's you get more money on unemployment than you was working. Oh, yeah. That's how it is. Why right not? <laughs> it's a weird Why time. Why not use that to invest? And you know what, though? I'm a big proponent of, yeah, the government's giving us something, but you got enough in you to do it yourself. Yeah. And I believe this before we got into this circumstance. Yeah. I was always looking to inspire the person to be more self-reliant than he was on anyone else. And here's the reason why. And my philosophy is if I can empower the person that that person knows he's got it in him to do something, then they're less reliant on the government, which means less regulations that are going to be passed because we need something. Yeah. And I'm a big proponent of freedom and freedom of choice in the Constitution. And I feel like every time we give up that, uh, uh, give up our freedom for something that's given security. to us for the security, yeah. that we're not living the American dream right, right, to me. Right. Yeah. We're not being in the spirit of entrepreneurship because the entrepreneur says, there's a problem, I'm going to fix it. The yep. person that's sometimes on unemployment, and not that there's not people that don't need it. I don't want to pick light to that. Yeah. This, was, this was a very, 2020 was a rough year for a lot of people that had their parents passed away z i already know you can feel that the most out of all of us so i'm not taking light that it wasn't a big thing but at the same time the entrepreneur is looking at how can i fix that problem they're not i want somebody to fix that problem for me and that's really important for you to really know that's the heart of entrepreneurship is the entrepreneur is thinking how can i not how not i can't so let me someone else do something for me and i feel like the american people can do things for themselves oh yeah Yeah, i I agree with that like i'm I'm the type of person where it's like People need help. I get that. When I, we, and a, a good sign of a great country is a country that can help the people who need help. Yes, yeah. but at the yep. same time, too, we got to keep the uh, we got to keep the keep the economy, keep the market, keep the keep everybody at a, at a, at a spot where you're invest you're incentivized to go out and and earn something because we all have the potential to become our own kings and queens of our own lives. Yeah, and own property. Mm-hmm. Buy a house, yep. own a business. It's all right there, laid out for you under the constitution of this country. Yeah. Anybody can do it. Mm-hmm. You know, that, yeah. that's that's one thing I think we need to keep in place no matter what. Yes, right. and, and the thing about it is, 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 is every time somebody gets something, they think there's for free, but there's nothing free. Right. Yeah. There's every- nothing free. There was so many strings and attached to what what we said was free, and I'm not gonna get too right. deep into it. They, but nothing is free, guys. They and definitely it, tax that unemployment. Even <laughs> even just the energy that costs. Of, of going out and doing something that that you're spending it. I mean, you, this is this is business 101. Is the the term opportunity cost? Yes. Like, what is the cost of me going out and purchasing this from somebody, or what's the cost of me doing it and building it myself? Yep. That's the opportunity cost. Oh, yeah. You yep. gotta weigh your options. You know what I mean? It's always cheaper to and, do it yourself. But, the, like, but that's what yeah, I'm saying. That's what he said. Nothing's free. And so yep. there's always that opportunity cost. Always. So here's the crazy part about it. So I went to uh, Buffalo State College, and uh, I'm not gonna say the person's name, but one of the professors that in economics, great guy, huge into entrepreneurship. And I always see him in the supermarkets. I always run into him in the super. I don't know why. I just do. <laughs> and uh, he, I ran to him one day, and I was like, hey, uh, you know, I have 
products and services I think I could provide for you. And I did the same thing I did for Nerdboy D. I was like, listen, I will drop off uh, these products to you. Try it out. And he became my customer at Economics. Wow. And it's crazy. That's my my economic, good. That's I felt good. Good. It felt great. I can't, I can't deny it. It felt great. And it's cool because now him and I, whenever I have selling products, it's not just about selling products. He, I teach him about what's happening in the marketplace. And he's actually getting into the marketplace yeah. and cryptocurrency and telling me things like that. And I think it's great because I'm helping support him as the professor. The thing about school, and there's nothing wrong with school, but that we are in the information age and it moves so fast that by the time a textbook comes out, Neil, there's a new one coming out. It's a new one coming out because it's outdated. Right. It gets outdated so quickly because it's moving so quickly. Yeah. That's my whole thing with the Buffalo public school system too, because I talked to a school teacher and uh, she was telling me like a lot of the school books in the school are from when I was in high school. Mm -hmm. I've been out of high school almost 16 years. Wow. Yeah. So it's just like, you know, like you said, information is and, coming and, a lot and quicker it's like, now it's like for, for example, Pluto is not a planet anymore. Yeah, it's not right. even so, so people like, teach Who that. knows what's going to happen 20 years from now? Right. right. Everything right. changes, you know what I mean? Right. But like you said, if we're in the information age. There's no excuse not to learn something. If you can do it, there's always do-it-yourself YouTube, how to fix your car. There's so many things you can learn on your own. You should be going to school to get your certificates and your and your credentials and like, there's nothing wrong with get, spending some money on education. But yeah. like you said, you really, if you really now in this day and age, you have the option to actually go out, go to a library, get on a computer, and learn things on your own and become as wise as possible with, without spending as much money. Yeah. You know, absolutely. And that, and that can, and that, I'm not telling people not to go to school. No, no, no. If you, saying, if you're gonna be a doctor, I need you to go to school because yeah, yeah. if my heart, I need you to know what you to do. Learn how to fix a heart on, on YouTube. On YouTube, don't don't YouTube that. We're not approving that. <laughs> go to school. Sorry, I don't know if the mic is a little loud, but no, you're good. Yeah, you're good. yeah, don't go to school to do those things. Like originally, I was gonna become an attorney. Uh, I was gonna become a corporate attorney, and and here's something I would kind of want to wind down the top of topic of conversation because I think yeah, we're just about in an hour. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. I just want I'm gonna wind it down on this topic. Take there we go. There we go. So I'm gonna wind it down. So this is my personal story. So this is kind of close to my heart. So originally I was going to school for political science, legal studies in college, and I was going to become a corporate attorney. That was my track. And I was cool enough that I actually met uh, an entrepreneur. Uh, it was one of my mentors. His name is Jerry. And um, he told me, he said, if you want to know, and you touched on this topic, he said, if you want to know what your life's going to look like five to 10 years from now, look at all the people that are mentoring and coaching you currently, and you're going to have their life. He wow. said, because they can't teach you to do something That's they've good. never done before. That's amazing. And that blew my mind. And I'm going to tell you why it blew my mind, because he said, that is a lifestyle that you're going to have. And I, and I thought that was cool because I said, that lifestyle looks great. But then he showed me his entrepreneurial lifestyle where his wife doesn't work anymore, that they bought the house that they have that wow. Z knows out in cash out in Lancaster. And that, you know, they're being mentored by people all over the country that that's don't awesome. have jobs that live that freedom lifestyle. He said, yeah, that life is good, but that's what you become an entrepreneur for is to be able to have control and freedom. So I didn't know that exactly. the career path I was choosing really, I wasn't choosing a career path i was choosing the lifestyle yeah and the lifestyle of the entrepreneur was what i wanted because i wanted the freedom to have my future wife to be able to stay at home i wanted to raise my kids in christian values i wanted to learn about teach them about rome from the roman empire as opposed to a textbook or a youtube or maybe through a video chat because i had a case that i needed to take care of as an attorney and i had to do it in between cases say hey kids how's it going you know 
check check you later. Busy lifestyle. Busy lifestyle. Yeah. But we it's like we need attorneys and everything too. So I mean. Oh yeah, nothing wrong with attorneys. I have my cousin's attorney. I know a bunch of attorneys. We need them, but like me and her, we talk about this all the time. Where I say like, you know, I want to be able to have a life to where we both don't have to work. Yeah. If we want to, if we want to fly to fly to Trinidad, you know, we're just making a phone call, making them flight reservations. Yep. Like that's the type of life I want. Yeah. That's that's what I hope that this podcasting can provide for me. Yep. Right, right. And inspire people and inspire people to have those similar lifestyles. So for me personally, I know that the lifestyle I wanted, an entrepreneurial lifestyle, specifically in the direct marketing industry that I'm in and the people that I'm partnered with, I, I realized that that was going to give me my lifestyle because they already had it. Right. And a lot of times people go into something without mentorship and everybody throws out that word. I want to mentor. I want to mentor. You know what? You really want to be a good student. Yeah. Because mentors have a lot of people that want to take from them to elevate themselves, but not a lot of people who have that servant's heart. And then you got to remain teachable always. Right. Listen, no matter mind. how big I'm you get. I'm a big reader of like Plato and Socrates and all those ancient Greek writers and stuff like that. And one yeah. of my favorite books And right that's now, what they always talk about is you always have to know that you, if you think you know everything, you, you are, don't know nothing. You don't know You're an idiot. Yep. So I, this is my philosophy on that. I would rather play dumb and get shit right. Then act like I know everything and fuck shit up. Yes, that's one one of my I favorite like that. books. That's a good way to let's a good way to look yeah. at it too. That's a good point. And that was a good yeah. point. one of my favorite books is uh, the Forty Eight Laws of Power. Yep. Yeah, I have okay. that. Excellent, have that. Yep. excellent book. Like if you really want to really get your confidence, everything Forty Eight Laws of Power is a great book. Because it is. It, well, it shows you, you historical things that people have done, went yeah. through and how they overcame certain things or didn't overcome and how to learn from it. How to really be like a manipulator of life? Yeah, yeah. Not in a bad way. If you want a mentor, that's a that's a mentor. That book is a mentor in itself. It's like a yeah. modern day Machiavelli book. And, yeah. and the thing about it is, is people think that mentors have to be people. Like you said, mentors can come from books. Mentors can come from podcasts. Mentors yeah. can come from many different ways. But the most important part part is. Whatever journey and path you're on right now, realize someone has done it before and you can either learn from your own mistakes or you can learn from their mistakes, but the best is their mistakes because you'll move that much quicker. Right. And Mm -hmm. I want people to know. Learn learn from other people's mistakes is a a huge thing you can can, can put attached to your belt. Yeah, and I I want people to know that that be a servant. Be, absolutely, that being right. an entrepreneur is not a sexy life. Not not just a sexy life. It's not a cool buzzword. It's not a cool thing. It's a lifestyle, and you have to be committed to the lifestyle and grind of it. And just be willing to support people that support you. You need to get like minded people that have the same purpose and mission. And I want to say thank you guys for bringing me onto this yeah, podcast this to is, talk about it. Good. I think oh, that right by. oh my great. god, yeah, because because listen, when you're flowing and you're in the right energies and you're a good company things just make things happen and i think this podcast is going to be amazing i'm glad i was yeah Yeah, i appreciate that i appreciate that guys so keep you in the the loop of people that that, of the regulars yeah absolutely well i i appreciate it i mean i appreciate being able to talk to you guys i appreciate again keeping the business in the community you know what i mean and uh i look forward to coming back again one day being uh being a guest all right Yeah. So, uh, Anything you want to say? Any parting words from anybody? Come on, you got to say something. Nah, you know, this is this is a great example of how we play <laughs> to each other's strengths. He's just like, just like a podcaster. He's got like the gift of gab, and I'm just like the spectator and the learner. No, that's so. cool. That's that's cool. That's funny. <laughs> She's always been like that. Even when she was with me, she would just be like, "Johnny, did you realize this?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, I didn't." So she's always the good feedback person. So. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. She, yeah. Uh, she gives great she, feedback. She is awesome because um I don't know she me and her just mesh well. And nice. This happened 
Johnny, her and Johnny are like family, so it's like you know, it's my Johnny, sister. Johnny's becoming family. Neil, Neil, just like my 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 podcast and soulmate, just soulmate, like, right? This is my, my brother soulmate. right here. Nice. So it's just like we all just like you know, this right here is a team within itself. Yeah, yeah. And I we, absolutely we do I agree too. I agree too. But it's just like you know, we we helping each other out, we building each other up, and that, and that's another thing. Like if you got people in your circle that's tearing you down. Get rid of them because you don't need them. That's just a negative energy. You know, positive energy create positive results. So, you know, with that being said, you know, this is your boy Nerd Boy D, Neil Sendlack, got the lovely Z, my man Johnny Menzies. Any parting words? Anybody else? We out. We out. God Nerd bless. Boys, have a good Nickel one. Nickel City, we are out. Sounds great. Someday, or maybe I'm dreaming